Hello everyone, and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Today, we're going to try to answer the question, why aren't London's airports actually in London? Now, for those of you who've been here, you probably know that we have a number of airports, such as London City, London Gatwick, London Heathrow, London Luton, London South End, and London Stansted. But only London City Airport is actually inside London. London Heathrow is in the suburbs, and the others are far, far away. Now, if you use TripAdvisor, just go on there and type in the name of any London airport, such as Stansted, Luton, or Gatwick, and you'll find comments from some very confused travellers who didn't realise that these airports are nowhere near London. And in fact, you have to be quite knowledgeable about transport to find where you're going, especially if you want a good price on public transport, because if you fly with a low-cost airline, and there's a few of those around Europe, then you could find that public transport costs you more to get to your destination than your flight ticket does, which is really crazy. So uh, let's begin with looking at a few of these and why they ended up with the name London before their title. You might think it's just a great idea by a marketing department to put London in the title of their name, but actually it's much more than that. Many of these airports were actually old military bases. And in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, they were handed over for public use because the military, presumably after the war, didn't have any need for them. The airports themselves argue that they are in the countryside surrounding London, but even that is not really very accurate because many of them really are nowhere near London. The argument is, at least on their part, that they all have direct rail services into London city centre, and therefore that gives them the right to use the name London. Now, there's been a number of complaints about that over the years, because it is very misleading the Civil Aviation Authority, that's the people who look after our, uh, our airlines and our airspace, they say that for them it's not a problem. You can call an airport what you want. Um, there's a few government departments who have had issues with this in the past and have received complaints, but... In the final moments, they said, well, actually, it's not really a big problem because 
all of these airports do have transport links into London, so to call it a London airport really isn't very misleading. Only City Airport is actually in London. Gatwick is far away and Heathrow is just outside London. So Heathrow is probably the closest. As a military base, it was always known as London Airport. So I can, I can understand why that has the London name. Gatwick from the beginning also was called London Gatwick. So you see, it's not just about marketing. It's probably more about history. On the other hand, South End, for example, is on the coast. It's on the east coast. It's nowhere near uh, London. But their argument is, well, yeah, we're nowhere near London, but we land our planes so close to the railway station that to get to the railway station is much quicker than any other airport. So therefore, we can call ourselves London South End. Yeah, but the problem there, of course, is you might end up waiting uh, many hours for a train to arrive because it's so far off the beaten track. So there's many issues and confusion around this, uh, this idea of these airports all having London in their name. But as long as they have transport links, they say, well, it's not a problem. Speaking of transport links, though, if you are intending to travel this summer to London or the London area, you need to know that there's a number of strikes planned by our train companies. So, for example, from the 22nd of July, 2023, the trains will be on strike for a few days. And also in that same week, the metro system in London will be shut down for a week. So, you see, it's not as easy as it sounds. Also, you have to know that if you arrive at any of these airports without a pre-purchased ticket for a train, it could work out to be very, very expensive for you to use the train service. So it would be better to travel by bus. Also, I think Heathrow has a direct metro service, which would be cheaper. Or try to make other arrangements. But public transport in that area really isn't cheap. So you have to be aware of that. So let's have a look just to see when they started using the name London. Well, London South End was rebranded to include the name London in 2012. Heathrow was converted to civilian use actually in 1946, so it was one of the earliest ones, but it was always known as London's airport. And then there was Gatwick, which has always been known as 
um, London Gatwick. There is another one at Croydon, but it was closed in 1959 because it didn't have any room to expand. You see, these airports are mostly outside of London because they need a lot of room. And that space just isn't in London. Uh, recently, the government decided to expand Heathrow. And in doing so, they decided to um, flatten a local village. There was a huge outcry about it, many protests. But the government won and got their own way eventually. Although I'm not sure that that expansion ever happens um, I think it might have been because of COVID. I don't remember the final outcome of that. Um, Gatwick was always considered the London airport since its opening in 1958. Again, these were old military bases, so they had different names anyway. Stansted, another former military airbase, um, has had London in its name since the 60s when it was converted to commercial use. Um, let's see, what other ones? Yeah, it first got its railway link in 1991, Stansted, that is. Luton became London Luton in 1990. Um, it only got a, a railway line attached to it in 1999, so it was using the the name London Luton before that. City Airport is the youngest of them all and is actually in London. It was open in 1987. There's also London Oxford Airport. I don't know who flies there. I've never heard of anyone even going there. Uh, but that's another one which is nowhere near London and is called London Oxford. The people who look after our airspace, they're called the Civil Aviation Authority. And they have said that what an airport calls itself is not an issue for them. So that means airports are free to call themselves whatever they want. And no one's going to mind. Uh, but there's a few industry regulators and trade bodies uh, which don't want to get involved in the debate about whether these airports should be called London airports or not. There's a group called the Airport Operators Association and they're saying, well, as long as it's believable, we don't care. I think it's because no one wants an airport on their doorstep. So an easier way of making everyone happy is just letting them call the airports what they want. Uh, Oxford Airport apparently is for businesses, um, but there's 60 miles between Oxford and Trafalgar Square, but it doesn't care. It's calling itself London Oxford anyway. City Airport is very happy because it's the only one with a London postal code. Um, and it's the only one that really has credibility. 
The problem the other airports have is if they try to advertise on TV something like London Gatwick or London Stansteads, then there's a chance that the advertising regulator uh, might have an issue with it because, I mean, they don't advertise on TV. Maybe that's why, but uh, uh, the advertising regulator definitely would have something to say about that, I think, depending on how they advertise. But yeah, everyone wants a little bit of London, you know, so why not put London in your title if it's going to make it popular? But please bear in mind, if you're coming to the UK, that you could end up somewhere that you didn't think you would be, and it's going to be quite expensive to get out of that place. So just keep that in mind. And not only in London. I mean, if you go to Glasgow, you have Glasgow Airport, uh, which again isn't in Glasgow, but it's quite close by. And then you have another one called Glasgow Prestwick, which sits on the West Coast. And it's quite a journey, especially in the winter when trains are limited and there is a bus service but it isn't a bus park I mean you could be standing in the pouring rain for a long time so there we are just uh, keep that in mind that not everywhere is like London so I really advise you to check a lot about your transport links and uh, I don't want you to be one of these TripAdvisor people who puts a comment on there really surprised that you got stuck uh, at an airport somewhere. That's it. Okay, so take care and have a good day. Bye.